Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. All right. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. Uh, so I'm recording this a day before it is launching. So oops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm 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 good with that. Um if you've been on social media, I recently shared um, one of the systems for, and if you're invested in the Resolution Rebellion, you're already learning this, um, my process of just kind of keeping my calendar, my plan, really. It's my plan um, for the whole year. And the majority of it is with sticky notes. The ones that are like non, like there is an appointment, I have to be at this appointment or there is like an event happening. That stuff, like that goes in with pen. <laughs> but with the plans, I got so tired and I learned this from Melanie and Lair, but just like, I wouldn't stick to a plan very well. I was awful at it. We're not awful, but I would like do it and then, the plan would shift or I wouldn't get to something one day and then I have to cross it out or move it around in my online calendar or then I would forget about it and not follow through on some things. And like, it was just kind of a jambled mess, especially, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm by myself. I make the plan. I'm my boss. <laughs> um, I also have to invent, hey, like what's the plan going to look like for me? Um, but this is something that I've done for not only my business, but for my personal goals, um, for my health and wellness, for things that I have to get done around the house, um, house projects. This is stuff that I've done. Um, and this year, actually, Ryan and I have a family calendar, and we're starting to do this um, where we have quarterly family meetings. And then we're going to be doing this on like every first of the month, just kind of checking in on this and pivoting with it. But having family intentions, relationship intentions, it's like, when do we want to go on date night? Who's planning the date night? What's like the special thing? What are we, when do we want to send our moms like roses for Mother's Day? Okay, like that's something that I want to start to do. Um, I want to call my siblings more. Let's put that on the calendar, but put it on the calendar with the sticky note because with the sticky note, things can change. You just lift up the little sticky note and move it around. And that's what I did with record the podcast. <laughs> is I was supposed to do it last week. Um, plans changed, things shifted, and I just moved it around. And so this is just such a cool process that I've been loving. It took me, it took me a hot minute to like figure out, okay, what's the best way to do this? Um, like if you, so if you want to take up this practice, like just give yourself a little bit of grace and, and you're going to figure out what the best way to do this is for you. Cause it took me a hot minute. Um, cause at first I was like overload with sticky notes <laughs> and this time I just kind of figured out, okay, what's my max that I can like relatively hold within a day. And then we shift along with that. Um, but let's see, let's see. Yeah, no. So, um, let's go into, actually let's do a personal, I just posted this on my social media. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I would want to know this if. I had my hair tied. <laughs> I've been doing um the last week or so. It just came last week. The you know those heatless curls that are like all the rage now? The ones that you just plop in your head and then just wrap your like it looks like a bonnet or something that you wear. Not really a bonnet, but just like it looks it looks ridiculous when you have it in your hair. <laughs> so I've started to do that. Then I actually really love it. Um, I don't do it overnight. I, tr I tested, I tested it out. So I have very thin hair. Um, my sister actually, one time I would like for basketball, I would always put it up in a, and for all sports, I'd put it up in a bun and I'd try to like make it look really good. And I remember she one time just grabbed it and was like, look at that rat's nest. 
in the most loving way a sister could ever do that. Um, but my hair has always been really thin. So it's like whenever I would, cur- when I curl it, it curls and it holds its curl. Um, and one time too, I remember getting it done for, it must've been like a, a dance or actually no, one time it was after getting my just haircut and this lady curled my hair and I legit was like, I'm a poodle. I am a poodle. Like these ringlets are not coming. I had to like straighten the curls out. I was going and I remember I was like going to go um, to one of my friend's bachelorette parties in Nashville. I was like driving down that day. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just like have a haircut in the morning. And then like I'll have them do my hair and then I'm good to go for the day, for the night. And I got back. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, So I've had to test it out. So the first time I did it, um, I had my hair wet and I put it in and I slept in it. And holy poodle the next morning. And then I tried it out where my hair was, uh, I think I blow dried my hair the day before um, and then slept in it. Didn't love it. Um, and now I've just kind of been, I wake up, I let my hair air dry, actually. Actually, I, I first started out with blow drying my hair, which I was like, this kind of is defeating the whole purpose of like, I really want to get away from heat styling products. Um, I've been doing heat styling on my hair since I want to say late middle school, early high school. So, and that was like, like 2008. It's been a long time. My hair has gone through some stuff. I always wonder, I'm like, what if I just never dyed my hair or I never like put any heat on it? Like what, what would my hair look like just in its natural state? Cause my sister has this beautiful, like long brown straight hair. And I have just these wispy, curly, crazy hair that like will curl one day, will look wavy the next day, will look, I don't know, just, it has a mind of its own. Um, so really a focus for me has been, um, for this year, I was like, you know what, I want to just like give my hair a little bit of a break. Um, just really treat it well. I've been doing like a hair, um, conditioning on every, not every Sunday. It's been like two weeks. I've been doing this where I do like a scalp treatment with rosemary oil. And then for two hours, I let my hair sit in a mask. I like missed my hair down, um, with some water, put a mask in it, put it up in a bun. Ryan's like, you look like a ballerina spin for me. (laughs) So I spin for him. Um, but I just want my hair to feel healthy which right now I feel like it, it like feels healthy, but again, sometimes not so healthy, especially when I just let it air dry. I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing is crazy. Um, so now I've been like this morning, all I did, I let it air dry, um, which now I'm realizing I'm like, I need to get my workout done earlier in the morning <laughs> or at least like just do some work in the morning, like that I can just wear these rollers in. Um, so I let it air dry, almost completely dry. Then I'll mist my ends a little bit and then put this, these rollers, not, it's not even a roller. It's one big roller on my forehead. And then I just wrap my hair around this, like, what is it? Like a silk rope thing. (laughs) Um, and then it's still, it comes out my hair again, my, because my hair is so thin, it dries really quickly. Um, so I don't know if you had thick hair, how long like, I don't know if this would be a morning thing or maybe you would have to wear it throughout the night. Um, and then when it comes out, it still looks, it's really, really, really tight of some curls. Like I look really like 1950s. Um, and so then I just kind of, again, I use a hot styling tool, a curling iron, just to like do some touch-ups. So a lot around the top of my head and then I'll just kind of straighten out the curls at the bottom of my hair as well. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to see, even though I'm still using some heat products, I'm significantly losing a lot less and I'm getting a hairstyle that I really like. Cause honestly, to curl my hair like this, it would be a lot of time under the heat. Um, so that's my girly girl thing. If you are looking to do something like this, if you have questions, please reach out. Um, I know my, like, this is, uh, hair has always been so here's a true confession you guys know me I'm into body image body image has been a really hard thing for me um 
not like just growing up it if if you've been around a while you've heard my story around just kind of body image and this is how I got into coaching it's just kind of it was a thing it was a, a an insecurity a, a thing that was kind of always at the forefront um and because of that i i feel like i i put i was like you know what the body i don't like so let's just go above the shoulder shoulders and make sure that looks good so hair was always a big but not focus of mine, but I was like, I can control this. I've got heat styling products that I can look like Jojo Fletcher. I remember that was some hair that I really wanted to have. Um, but it was another thing that I just kind of had to realize like, okay, everybody has different styles, different focuses, different hair types. Um, oh, that sounds so like, sounds so stupid, but this took me a really long time to actually be okay with. And it was like, I just have to make my, what I have work for me the way I wanted to versus trying to look like somebody else. Um, it's so stupid, but I wish that I could have even just told like early twenties, Katie, like, Hey, listen up. Like, this is the way we're going to be doing it. Like, come on. Um, and that's actually a cool, I was actually in a Peloton class this morning with Robin Arzone. She's like my favorite Peloton instructor. Um, and she was just talking about how like, like become the woman that your child, your, your like childhood self needed, like be that version of you. Um, I really like that. So with this podcast episode, what we're going to be talking about is my five failures from 2023 and the five lessons that I learned from those. Um, I know it's, as I record this, we're like three days away from February. People are losing some steam with new year's resolutions of, I, I don't know. I like, I don't know if I'm overkilling this, but I am having such a good January and good focus and good. Oh, it feels like I am just rocking it this year. And I think that's because of how intentional I've been about, I think is how intentional I've been, to be honest, how intentional I've been about being intentional <laughs> in the past. I've been one to just want to go be like new year, new me, or this is the way we're going to do it or jump into new things. I want to go fast. It's like in, um, Oh, Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Talladega Nights, like Ricky Bobby want to go fast. I'm that. That's me. I want to achieve. I want success. I want things to change real quick. And that's what led me into, again, back to the body image stuff. It was like beach body. It was, um, oh, my brain, man. Insanity is what I was trying to like remember. The workout. Do you guys remember insanity? It was like, in 60 days, you can have a before and after. Like, look at these like amazing results. You just have to kill yourself for 60 days. Um, I tried the Shakeology. Like, I wanted quick results. And even I saw this in the beginning of my um focusing on my business. I was like, how much can I like put into my calendar so that I can like make six months equal a year of work? Like I was like, let's let's go, let's do it. And with that came good things, right? Like when you're just kind of plugging yourself in, you, you, you learn quickly or you, you find confidence in what you're able to do. You're pushing yourself. Like there's, I, I do like the thought of throwing yourself into things and saying like, I'm going fast. I'm going all, going all in. That's something that I've written in a journal since 2018. Like I'm going all in. I someday I'll probably have it tattooed on my wrist or something. Um, but at the same time too, so much comes from contemplation and taking the time to kind of step back, look back at, yeah, we're doing some wins, but at the same time too, look back at where have you kind of messed up a little bit. And instead of just saying, okay, that didn't work. Let's just try again. Or I should do it better this time. I should be more like this. I should act like this. I should plan like that. Instead of just saying like, like we've all done that, right? Like, oh, okay, like I should get in the the workouts as much, or I should eat healthier, or wow, oh, what did I not like? Why did I fail at this? Like, I I should just be yada 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 x y and z. We don't come up with actual 
okay, what was I supposed to learn from this? That's a, a step I was constantly just, we don't have time for this. Nope, I want to go. Bring Bobby, I want to go fast. We're not about to break and look at the car and say, okay, what's going on here? Or let's look at the, the film. Where, where are you messing up a little bit? And like bringing that to the forefront every single day. But this year I've been, I've been doing it. So if there's anything that, if you feel like, okay, and this is the difference between how I've been feeling in January is before it felt like I was, I had to go and I was almost going against myself a little bit. It, it, it felt like I was, it felt exciting because I was striving for something. There was a new goal. There was a new intention. There, there was something I was, I was pushing. I was excited for. So like, this is the, it's going to work this time. But there was still some like resistance. There was still some pull away from myself versus it just feeling a little bit more effortless versus feeling a little bit more like I could breathe and just be. And that's the lesson that I'm learning is just contemplation and being hyper intentional with my approach to things is not about being and enjoying the process and ha and ooh. Like, I feel like sometimes when people say, especially this whole trend of like lean back and just watch the flow of things. Like there's, there's this like almost like woo woo aspect to things or like, I don't know. Sometimes when you look at it, especially for like, I find my, like, I feel like I'm a productive, I'm a high performer individual. I have the athlete mindset. I want to get things done. And for there to just be like, like anything that's talking about lean back energy or rest energy or sit there in journal energy. <laughs> I'm like, we don't have time for that. Like, no. <laughs> but the difference of how I feel as I'm bringing that to the forefront, it's like night and day where this year I feel like I am knocking it out of the park with the things that I want to be doing. And then I'm also experiencing things that I'm like, oh, I, sh like, I gotta, I gotta fine tune that a little bit better. And this is where it's just like, I, my commitment this year is, so my focus for this year, my context for this year is to, is nurture is the word that I brought last year in 2023 is to, is iconic, the iconic this year it's nurture. So part of nurturing is just kind of like, I'll truly think of just being in the garden or being this again this is like high performer talking about gardening what um but it's like you know what we're planting the seeds and at the same time too we're gonna look around and say okay what is infesting in the soil what is am i overwatering this am i underwatering this are there insects in here that i need to kind of i'm gonna learn a little bit more about gardening guys so i will know more lingo it's one of my like intentions for the spring is to have this like beautiful backyard garden um, of like flowers. Not, I don't know if I'm about the vegetables. I'm about flowers. <laughs> um, and so this is where I'm like really just nurturing my own personal growth, my own relationships with myself, my relationships with my health, my relationships with my business, my relationship with Ryan, my relationship with my family, just everything that is a part of me. I'm like, how do I nurture this a little bit? And nurture is just like, just make it grow. And with wanting it to grow and flourish, sometimes there is a little bit leaning back. And sometimes there is a little bit of cutting some weeds out as well too. And so this process of looking back at those sticky moments in my past year, or even just, like I'm going to be doing this on a monthly basis as well, of looking back and just be, okay, where am I? like? Where am I not showing up the way that I could be? Where am I just being a little bit complacent or or moments that I'm like, I feel there was turmoil, there was a fight between me and Ryan or something happened with a family member that I just felt like, uh, with like any negative emotions. It's I truly do believe the statement like 
any negative feeling that we feel in our body has a good intention. If we have the wherewithal to just look and say, okay, this is a like a warning light in the car telling us something's off. Instead of just pushing through it, let's actually, and then your car starts to fail. Your life starts to like not be the way that you want to. You can't push yourself as hard. It's like, you know what? We're going to step back. We're going to check. What is this indicator light saying needs to be looked at? And so one of the things is looking at the failures that you've been having. The not great experiences, the ways you haven't showed up the best. So that's again, why I think this is so important. And I have a list, a paper, if you can hear the paper on the microphone, I'm pulling it out. Um, this is something that I keep in my journal in the back. There's like a back little section that I can put paper in. Um, if you don't have something like that, if you do have a planner, write this in one of those like note sections in the planner. I know everything has like a little note section, write down your learn lessons and come to them. Like be intentional with looking at them. Cause that's, I was, I was kind of sitting there. I was like, what would it look like if every day I reminded myself of what my learned lessons were for 2023, what could 2024 look like? I was like, Ooh, this could be cool. Cause instead of just going through like my shortcomings, where I get short with Ryan and lose my temper when I get triggered by somebody saying something to me, when I do something that I've like tried not to do, it's a lot of it is habits or a lot of it is like a tr a trigger is just kind of something inside of you that was triggered, that was poked at, that you haven't healed inside of you. There's something that someone would say to you that would elicit a reaction from you and you're going to have the same triggers until you actually start to look at, okay, why do I get triggered in a certain way? And when I do get triggered, how do I actually want to react? Is the way that I reacted the way that I want to react? A lot of the times it's a no. And so it's like, okay, we just say, okay, I, I should be better when that situation happens. But we don't actually give ourselves a plan of how do we want to act <laughs> when that same situation comes up. And that's where the learn lesson comes up. It's like, okay, my learn lesson is yada, yada, yada. So that when the same action comes up, you're like, this is, I, I'm reminding myself every single day by looking at these learn lessons of how I want to show up to through the really hard times in my life as well, too. These moments that I am triggered, these moments that I lose my temper, these moments that I just go back into old ways of that I said I don't want to do. I'm not proud of these. I'm not. They're like the worst part of me. Like, so it's like, I don't like thinking about them, to be honest. I really don't. And so just by like sitting and saying, okay, what's the positive intention for me feeling like this, for me acting like this? What's my learned lesson? I've like reclaimed my power from that. And by sitting and, and just reading them every single day, my hope is just like, hey, you know what? Maybe just by bringing my attention to these learned lessons, I can start to reprogram myself just a little bit every single day. Just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, so let's go with um, a couple of my favorites from 2023. And I'll give... Um, the backstory of where these lessons came from. Um, if it's a situation though that happened with, like some of them are from a specific situation that happened with some family members. Um, I don't want to get into that one because I don't want to ruin anything. I don't want to air any dirty laundry. I don't want to talk ill will. Um, even though I do know like, I'm all about like I it helps me to hear specific context of like okay so somebody said this to you and you reacted like this and this is your learned lesson like I learned so much from that so I admire so much the people that do do that but at the same time also these are relationships in my life that I want to cultivate and nurture 
And I don't think <laughs> saying this happened and then this person said this to me and then I got really mad will help with that. Um, so let's actually start with, and these are out of order. There's, this is not like in an order of this is the most important lesson to this is like the least important lesson. These are just kind of what came up at certain times. Okay, so let's just go with what's number listed as number one, my first lesson. Um and this is I create programs, masterclasses, and podcasts and posts that my mentors would find inspiration in. So I there was a um time last January as I was speaking at an event. Um and I talked about um the trifecta of the goddess, the badass, and the boss there. This was something that I was I did a masterclass called the Go All In Podcast where I talked about this. Um and I remember saying in the masterclass, like I learned this from Melanie, my mentor, Melanie Ann Lair. And this was just such a piece of information that I was so excited about bringing forward because it changed me in the way that I like felt balanced and the way that I was showing up. Um, but when I spoke at the event, I don't know if I mentioned that I learned this from my mentor, Melanie Ann Lair. And so I had one woman in the back who was also presenting and she mentioned something of like, oh yeah, like I, I'm in Melanie and Lair's world too. I'm in her free group. And I remember her talking about this. And then like, I was like, oh yeah, no, like I love Melanie like world. It's amazing. But she didn't respond back. And it made me feel, oh, I was like, oh, what, what, like what's happening with this conversation? Like this, I feel like she just brought up a connection point and we could have talked about like, oh yeah, like we love Melanie Ann Lair. Like, oh yeah, like this, like got us, bad us bossing. It's, it's great, but it was just kind of stopped there. And then in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, like, does she think I just stole her work? Melanie's work. And like, I, I and I, 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 I second guess myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I not, did I present this as my own work in this class? this goddess, badass boss aspect. And I was like, it, 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 like, I felt it in my throat just in that, like, honestly, af like right away when that conversation I was like, this is weird that we're not talking anymore. I felt it, that icky feeling that like, oh, feeling something, something was off. And so in the moment I was like, this sucks. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, I look like a fraud. Uh, and then I got mad. I was like, no, I definitely, like, I mentioned it was Melanie and Lair's work. And I gave my own, like, ways of how I, like, I, I personalized this and went at it after that. But looking back, it's just when I, like, a whole 12 months later, I still, I was looking back at my photos to kind of start to elicit memories and lessons. And I have like one of my memories is, is I gave out roses at that event. And so I had these pictures of these roses and I was really proud of that. And then also at the same time too, I was like, Oh, that conversation. And so from that, it, I was just sitting there and being like, okay, what, what was I meant to learn from that? What was I supposed to like, I should not plagiarize. No, that's not the lesson there. That's not the lesson because that doesn't like, let's go deeper there. Let's, let's be inspired by this moment somehow. What, what focus can I look at and say, okay, this, this moving forward is a standard that I want to create in my life. And it's a standard greater than like, don't plagiarize. I should not plagiarize. But yeah, <laughs> I, that's a good learn lesson too. If I like full on did plagiarize, I didn't think that I plagiarized though. And so I deepened the lesson a little bit more. And I was like, I create programs, masterclasses, podcasts, and posts that my mentors would find inspiration in. So it's like, yeah, I listen to so many different mentors and thought leaders, and I read a lot of different books. And I'm like, I don't want to just take that information and just go with it and say like, hey, this is what I learned. Like, let's, let's, here it is. It's, I want to somehow like, mold that work that shifted me and create it in a way that if my mentors were to listen to what I was saying, they would be like, that's a different perspective. 
or that's a different story that aligned with that, or, oh, I see how this stuff that has helped me in my way of doing things because of the way that you've explained it with a different perspective or a different area of your life, it deepened my understanding of this. And you see how just like by taking a moment of, sure, the lesson could have been like, I should not play tries. Yeah, <laughs> duh. But you see how I made it into an even deeper, meaningful, something that like was going to kind of align and, and and keep me going in the momentum of where I wanted to go versus just being in this fear of like, don't play dries. But that also could be the lesson as well, too. Because let's say like, that could be the lesson. Don't play dries. It's a pretty like easy, simple, here's a lesson. Do not do this. It like, you don't want to embarrass yourself. So that could be the lesson as well. So if you're going through this process and something like don't play dries or don't shout fire in a, I hope you never did that. I hope that's not a learned lesson in a movie theater or don't cry wolf. Like these things that are very like snippy to the point you got the lesson, totally fine. But if you also want to just make it into a little bit deeper or something that kind of like pushes you towards your trajectory where you want to go. That's another thing. You can create really beautiful lessons from these. Um, lesson number two is there are no shoulds in my life, only desires. And every task I see as a should, it is my job to reframe how that task fits into my dream desired life. Then I get that shit done. So one of the things that I just had such a hard time with last year. I don't know if it was like I was putting too much pressure on myself. Again, this is where how I talked at the beginning of this podcast was I was over pushing what I wanted to get done in terms of my personal development work, um, my personal growth, the my wellness, um, the business stuff that I wanted to get accomplished. Like I was, I was trying to combat six months into or yeah, a year worth of stuff into six months. Like I was really going all in. I was like, I'm going to, this is my year to be iconic. I'm going to like blow like 10x what I want this year to look like. And with that came the mundane things in my life, the mundane tasks, grocery shopping, cleaning the house, doing the laundry, the non-iconic shit <laughs> that I was like, this isn't, this is an iconic. I didn't want to do. And I was uh, having a hard time. I was getting really frustrated when I was doing them. I was getting angry. I was getting like, oh, I go sh grocery shopping all the time. Why doesn't Ryan go grocery shopping? I even asked him one time to go grocery shopping on a Sunday when I was coming back from the cabin. He was like, oh, I don't want to. You can just do it tomorrow. I was like, ah, he didn't say it like that. But I was like, because I would tell him like, oh, yeah, like I, I want to go grocery shopping on Mondays because I want to enjoy our Sundays together. I remember he said he was like, no, like, didn't you when I said, like, can you go grocery shopping today? It's like, yeah, but you talked about wanting to go on Mondays because it was less crowded and we can then just like sit and really enjoy our weekends and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I do it all the time. Why can't you do it once? Blah, 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 blah. Got angry. Got frustrated. I was getting overwhelmed with the little mundane things in my life. And so this is where this lesson came from of just because there was a there was a pull, there was a struggle that I was having where I I like grocery shopping. I love cooking. I love like being creative and making a meal. And I love being able to be like, I prepped this kitchen and the fridge looks beautiful and the the meals that we prepped for this week are really healthy and really good. I love having a clean house. I love organ like I I actually do genuinely enjoy cleaning. It's like cathartic to me. So it's like I enjoy these tasks. Laundry not so much. <laughs> I still don't love laundry as much. Um but I enjoy these tasks when I say that I enjoy and when I have the time to enjoy them. But I was struggling a lot. I was like, oh, I just don't want to do these. I do these all the time. And it felt like I should. I should get it done. 
And so this is just a little bit of a reframe of like my desired life is that we, like, if I could just have a great work day at the end of the day, I'm like sitting there listening to jazz music, drinking a glass of wine, making like chopping up these vegetables. I have energy. I'm like making this beautiful dinner for our family. Like, I love cooking. I love cooking. So why was I having so much resentment towards it? Why was I getting overwhelmed and frustrated? It's just a different perspective that I was having. I felt like it was a should. I should be doing this. I felt resentment towards Ryan because I felt like I was always doing it, even though I told him, hey, I like, I like cooking. I'll do the cooking. Like, do you see how I was just being counter to myself so much? I was like, I want to enjoy the weekend. So I'm going to actually like enjoy going because I have the flexibility to do so. I'll go grocery shopping on Mondays or like during the weekday when it's not as crazy and then we can enjoy the weekend. And then Monday would hit. We'd have an amazing weekend. Monday would hit. I'd be like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't want to do this. And so it's just like looking at, I love having meals prepped. I feel so good. Like I love cooking. I completely enjoy having, like having our house cleaned and it feeling like a sanctuary coming home. Those are, ex- those are things that I love to experience. And so this was the learned lesson was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to have to, I, this is something that's not going away. A clean house isn't going away. Laundry's not going away. Needing to have food on the table is not going away until maybe there's a time that I can hire out those things. I can delegate those things, but until then those things need to get done. And either we do them on like me and Ryan tag team them or I figure out my shit too. And, and again, there's, there has been, I'm not just saying like, I take on these responsibilities just because I work from home. There definitely is some like flexibility that I'm able to do that, but it's also like, okay, where do I want to be focusing on? Do I want, is, is the focus. And this again, too, I, I don't want it to come across as like, I'm the one that is cooking, cleaning, doing the laundry. And Ryan's just like off the hook. That's not the case whatsoever. But there is, it's like, I actually do enjoy doing those things. So they have kind of become more of my focus in on. And this is, again, just, I I took such a big approach of just the things in my life I have radical responsibility around. And so these are conversations where I will have a conversation with Ryan if I want him to be participating in, in more of these. but. That's not the learned lesson there for me. When I really sat down with it, it was like, cause that's in the past, that's actually been my learned lesson. I was like, okay, I need to like have a conversation. Ryan and I need to share the load around the house was my learned lesson. Yet I was still having these frustrations. Yet we were still having miscommunications about what we wanted to focus on. So I had to sit there and just deepen it a little bit, take radical self-responsibility and just be like, what do I, like, what is the, like the truest learn lesson for me that goes deeper, deeper than just this little learn lesson to get it done. It goes deeper of like, there are no shoulds in my life, only desires. I desire to have healthy meals. I desire to feel vibrant and energized. And that comes with having good meals. I feel a desire to come into my home and feel like I'm, I'm surrounded by beauty. And so that means then it's like having a clean house, having food, cooking meals, prepping meals. Like that is what is going to lead me to my desires. And so it's like just having the reframe of every task I see as I should, it is my job to reframe how that task fits into my dream desired life. So instead of just looking at, oh, I just got to get the house clean because I got to get the house cleaned. The laundry needs to be done because the laundry needs to be done. It's like, no, it actually fits into my dream of, and then my desire of like, my house is our sanctuary. My dream is for Ryan to come home from a like a stressful day of work and just like happiness is here. 
fulfillment is here. Like joy is here. Versus the way that I was showing up before he'd come home, the house was still a mess. And I was like, frustration at him, frustration with myself. Do you see how those, like, I just deepen the lesson a little bit more to be where it's just about me. And it's deeper than just, I should clean better, or I should talk to Ryan about getting things done. Which again, these aren't, that's not the wrong way to do it, but the process of me, like, because the, my past lesson used to be, I, like, I talk with Ryan about, like, I openly communicate and we have a balanced 100, like 100, 100 responsibility for our family. And I'm still coming up with resentment, still coming up with frustration. So it was deeper then for me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this for me first. And it's been just, it's a good reframe. It makes the things that I love doing, cooking and like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this makes sense. I hope it makes sense. Um, okay. So that's lesson number two. Um, lesson number three is when I am resent, and this kind of goes with the, the last one, when I am resentful, resentful or frustrated, I do not blame shame or fault. I massively increase my self-care and ask, what do I need? So this, and I talked about this um, in a podcast episode, maybe back in June or something um, about, it was like my learned lesson of being married um, six months into my marriage because <laughs> I'm genius. But the majority of the conflicts that Ryan and I had in the last year, looking back, were me being frustrated with him over feeling like he wasn't doing enough or me being frustrated with him for him not listening to me or me resenting. There was a lot of just feeling feelings of frustration and resentment towards Ryan, towards somebody that I said, I am the love of your life. You're the love of my life. I'm the one. You're the one. This is our first year of marriage. We're supposed to be newlyweds and loving on each other and just in the bedroom every day. I don't know. Yet there was a lot of experiences of resentment and frustration. There was different situations, him not going to the grocery store, him not cleaning, us getting into an argument about him not listening to something that I said I wanted him to do or way to act or, or to communicate to his family. There was different scenarios, but the same feelings were arising, resentment and frustration. And so this took a little bit of just kind of looking at the relationship. And it's actually, I journaled about it quite, quite a bit. And again, I was taking on this whole radical self-responsibility of just how do I want to show up? What would make me a, a better wife, a better version of me? What would, what would, if I acted like this, how would I love me more? was kind of the focus of how I wanted to be like, okay, what's the learn lesson here? And it really was just kind of every scenario was so different, but the same emotion and feeling of resentment, resentment and frustration kept coming up. And I was like, you know what? The best version of me in those situations, it wasn't the certain situation that was wrong. It was I I really, really just looked at, okay, what, what was actually happening here? Was there a lack of communication between me and Ryan? Was there a mis misunderstanding of each other? And then I looked at, okay, where was I coming from? How was I feeling in those moments? And one thing that I did see very, very much was those moments that I was reacting in frustration and resentment aligned at the same time when I was overgiving to our relationship, to our family. And I wasn't showing up the best for me. I like, I was lacking in putting me first. I was putting Ryan first, not myself. Cause I was like, there, I was like, what's the difference? Cause there's some moments that we are totally on the same page. The same scenario comes up and we're just like, 
we're vibing with each other. We're good. We're in good spirits. And there's other times when the exact same situation comes up and I am just snippy with him and short with him. Like what, what's the difference? What's going on here? And I looked and I was like, oh, that was like a week of me feeling like, remember when I said like the shoulds of, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I was getting frustrated and resentful with the things that I had to do. And that was when I was at, like, in those weeks, I was not putting myself first whatsoever. I was feeling rushed. I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling like I was behind on things. I wasn't taking care of me first. And so that's where it's like, okay, Katie, the positive intention of you experiencing resentment and frustration, it's your body is actually telling you, you need to massively increase your self-care and ask yourself, what do I need before you react, before you have communication with Ryan? It's have those massive self-care moments, go and do you, like, and then have a conversation with Ryan. Coming from a place where you feel good about you, then have a conversation with Ryan versus coming from a place that I did not feel good about myself, but I was blaming and shaming and faulting Ryan saying he's making me feel not good about myself. I would then have those conversations, quote unquote, basically just snippiness conversations. (laughs) I would have that conversation from that place. And that's when we get into arguments. Do you see the difference between like, I'm still, I'm not, not having conversations with Ryan that need to be had, but I'm making sure that the person that's having the conversation with Ryan she is good, that she is full, that she is happy with herself versus not being happy with myself. And instead of of taking radical self-responsibility that like, like I am like, okay. Instead of taking radical self-responsibility for my emotions of how I feel about myself and instead of like, that's what our ego likes to do, right? We don't feel good. We feel frustrated. I want to go blame the shit out of Ryan. It's his fault. And I've done this with my mom. And I've done this with my sister. And I've done this with friends. Right? So it's like, why am I being such so mean and triggered and harmful to the people that I love the most? It's like, oh, okay. I just got to start to make sure that I love me first. I feel good in me and then I can have the conversation of what needs to happen. This one was a really powerful one. Uh, There's when I'm resentful or frustrated, I do not blame shame or fault. I massively increase my self-care and ask, what do I need? Um, Let's go. That was what? Number three. Oh boy. Talking a lot. This might be a long one. Um, Okay, let's go number four. So this is one of those scenarios where I'm not going to get into the specific scenario, but it's I cannot change people, but I can demonstrate massive kindness, compassion, and standards. So there was a couple of scenarios that I found myself not liking how people or person or people was reacting or treating other people or individuals. Um, And with that came a negative connotation of who I thought this person was. Um, It came with a lot of negative feelings towards that person um, and perceptions toward that person, which I didn't like and I wasn't proud of. I didn't like at all wasn't proud of at all. Um, And so this is where just kind of looking at a couple of those scenarios and just really, it it was a struggle of just like, well, they shouldn't be doing this. They should, they should act better. They should, they should be better. They need to do, they need to do like this. They need a everything. I was like, well, it's their fault. Blame, shame fault game that we do and I was like well they're 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 more of they should know better all right 
we say like the authority aspect of things. They should know better. They should do it better. And it was just realizing it's like, I cannot change people whatsoever. I can't, I can't make them do this kind of work. I can't make them see the way that I see life whatsoever. As hard as I try, I'm not going to get through until they're ready to see the way that I see life or they're ready to hear me, right? Haven't you had scenarios where it's just like, you're like, how do you not see life this way? Or how do you not understand where I'm coming from? It's like people don't, they can't, they're blinded to it. And it's like, I, so this learned lesson with this individual, I can't change people, but I can demonstrate massive kindness compassion and standards. It's just looking, it's like, you know what? I'm going to just demonstrate how I want to treat people, how I talk about people, how I communicate and I see the world. I'm just going to massively demonstrate that as best as I can with not the hopes of changing that individual, but in the hopes of like, just, I need to stay so steady in the way that I who I am, that I don't get knocked off and put like when, when somebody is acting a certain way around me, instead of me going into my mind of like, I don't like this person. They're rude. They're the worst, like in a negative spiral, right. That would then ruin relationships with that person specifically and or ruin relationships with the the individuals that are around that person that are also important to me. It's like, I can't change that. I don't want to be like that. But what I can do is just like stand even firmer in what I believe is right, what I believe is massive kindness, what I believe is massive compassion, and what my standards are for how I treat myself, how I talk, and this is this is different where it's this is an individual that is going to be in my life that I want to have in my life and I want to have a great relationship with this individual. This might not be the case if this is an individual that you don't need or want or desire to have in your life. So this is something where it's like cuz I I have also in here I graciously and firmly communicate my desires and boundaries is another lesson. And this is where it's like, I had to have a couple of learned lessons from around this individual where it was kind of figuring out how do I keep this person in my life by still standing on my two feet in a solid way that I am proud of, but at the same time, not having resentment towards them. I had to create some more lessons around this, but at the same time too, if you have individuals that don't demonstrate kindness, aren't compassionate, have low standards with how they treat other people. You can then have the learned lesson of I have about like I do not interact with individuals that do not walk with kindness, compassion, and live with high standard. Like that's totally completely fine as well. So that I hope you understood what that one was. Um and I I if anything from these, I know I'm still on four and I promise five, I'll give my fifth one. I I just hope that you start to see how there's certain things in your life that you can be really empowered with just by doing these, like extracting the gold from these, getting learned lessons from these and just reminding yourself from this. Because this is something still where like I I want to be able to read I can't change people, but I can demonstrate massive kindness, compassion, and standards and read it before I'm interacting with this person. And hopefully then it's like, maybe a little bit, my brain will a little bit lessen my judgment towards that person. Right? Like that's, that's what I I don't want to have. I mean, I feel like it's unrealistic to say like complete judgment is gone. But it's like, can I lessen it a little by little, a little bit more, a little bit more? And can I also just stand a little bit stronger in my kindness and my compassion and my standards? Can I stand a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger? 
just by reminding myself by reading these. Okay, the last one. Um, I really like this one. It's I take what I learn and 10x myself through massive contemplation. So, and then I have like underneath it, it's learn is 1x, an arrow, contemplation, 10x, and then I have action. So this is when I was, again, this kind of aligns with how I was talking at the beginning of this podcast of how I, I used to just be a go. I want to go fast. Rick and Bobby. <laughs> and it's saying, Katie, you actually become 10 times faster when you add in contemplation and this level of intentionality with what you're doing with the things that you're learning. Because last year, what I was doing a lot was I was taking a lot of programs. I was just trying to be the, like, the best that I could be. I wanted to learn so much. Yet, what I wasn't doing was actually sitting there and, and contemplating it of just saying, okay, how does this apply to my life? Not just the, the program that I'm in or, or the masterclass that I've learned this in or the podcast that I listen to. Let's actually like re-listen to this. Let's take notes. Let's make this apply. Let, let's, let's create action steps from this. And through that, just I can 10X myself by focusing on the contemplation aspect, the contemplation of the, again, these programs that I was in, these masterclasses, these podcasts I was listening to, these books that I was reading. But at the same time too, it's okay. Like these lessons that I have that came from 10Xing my contemplations. It was really sitting there and looking at 2023 and saying, okay, like contemplating, what does this mean for me? What are these learned lessons? How do I make this stick? What are the promises that I want to be making for myself based off of these, based on where I want to go? What are my standards? It's like truly just sitting there and not, not thinking, not trying to, not overthinking things, right? Because we can overthink and overthink and overthink. And that's like where we have paralysis or we get burnt out because we're just thinking, thinking, thinking of like, how do I avoid this worst case scenario? What's the failure? Like, all this stuff, which I actually do talk about in my masterclass alpha. If you are, I'm just going to shameful, not shameful, unshameful plug here, shameful plug. I don't know what the phrase is. <laughs> if you do feel like you go into the, the basket of overthinking and feeling like you burn out real quick, or even not real quick, but like your staying power is not there. Listen to the alpha masterclass. It is a, remember my first lesson? Of I create programs, masterclass, podcasts, and posts that my mentors would fin find inspiration in. My mentor would find inspiration in this. It is so goddamn good. I am so proud of myself with this masterclass. So go take a listen. All right, plug is done. Um, no, this is just where, again, this learn lesson of I felt like I was going so hard and doing so much last year, but I really was not getting as much trajectory as I wanted to. Looking back, I was like, I was doing and learning, quote unquote, taking the notes, but I really wasn't embodying it as much as I could have been. And embodying comes from contemplation of just like, how is this good for me? What am I going to do this? What are the action steps that I'm going to create from this? Not just, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And that's what we do a lot. We take a program, we listen to like something on Instagram, that's just like, these are the ins and outs. And we say, okay, I'm going to do the in and we just go for it without actually creating a plan around it or actually contemplating what is this going to look like envisioning? Okay. How, how is my day-to-day going to go with this? And then trying it, but then also saying, okay, what worked, what didn't work? Like we don't, we do not contemplate. And if we spent more time, trust me on this, if you spent more time contemplating what your plan of attack was going to be the difference in how you'd show up is a 180 versus just kind of throw like going straight into and rushing and getting tired this is like how you run a long run this is the long game all right guys those are my five lessons um again i kind of just talked about at the last part of um, lesson number four, why this was so important. But I, I hope this shows, I hope if anything, you just start to create like 
a habit of just try doing this either at once a month saying what went well, what didn't go well. What are my lessons from the last month? Try just, just see, see how it goes. February 1st is in a couple of days as this podcast comes out. Try, do it. Take 15 minutes minimum. If you're like me, it'd like be two hours or so. Cause again, contemplation 10 X, I 10 X myself through contemplation, but just learn looking back and just saying, okay, what are the things that I don't like about myself and what are the, like, what's the positive intention for me experiencing these things? And I promise just the more that you sit with it and really challenge yourself to say, I want to create something from this that's going to give me momentum, that's going to give me inspiration to become a better version of myself, to be better, do better, achieve more, have it all. Like when you really just say, okay, my intention is to extract something from that, that is gold. I think things are going to shift for you in a really extraordinary way. So guys, that's all I have for you. I hope some moment this week takes your breath away. I love you. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.